I'm Tatum. And I'm Corey. And welcome to the Runners of Fort Collins. This is your connection to all the people and places that make Fort Collins a great place to both live and run. Every episode, we'll be sharing a PB&J with a local runner and getting the scoop on all things running in our community. So thanks for joining us for the very first episode of the Runners of Fort Collins podcast. Um, I think some introductions are in order, so I'll start. Um, My name's Corey Persinger. There are two things I'm passionate about. One is distance running, and the other is eating copious amounts of peanut butter. So I know Tatum feels pretty similarly about these things. And naturally, I was like, Tatum, we should start a podcast where we interview local runners and eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And she was like, yes. And now here we are. Somehow we convinced KCSU FM that this was a good idea. Shout out to everyone who does amazing work there um, to run a local radio station and support people like us. All right. So I'm Tatum. And on the show, get ready for us to interview all kinds of cool runners, talk about upcoming races, and talk about all the best trails that Fort Collins has to offer. We're hoping to highlight the diverse voices and perspectives in the world of running here in Fort Collins. And really, we want to connect the local running scene here, Um, us included. We also want to get connected with the local running community here and meet all sorts of cool people. So we thought, what better to do than just start this first podcast by introducing ourselves and talking a little bit about why we run. Okay, so my name is Tatum, and I am a mathematics graduate student here. Um, I've been running for about 12 years. Granted, I think the first four of those was very not serious. I was just a little middle schooler doing one and a half mile races for fun and getting to eat ice cream after. So (laughs) I'll really say my passion for running started when I was like somewhere in the middle of high school. Um, It just really consumed lots of my days after that. Obviously, I haven't stopped thinking about running or running. Um, And I'm really excited to live in a cool place like Fort Collins that has lots of great places to do the thing that I love. Um, I actually met Corey. We both ran in undergrad at Pepperdine together. So that's how we know each other and how we got it start, how we got started on this. (laughs) On this journey of friendship. (laughs) (laughs) On the journey of friendship. So I'm Corey Persinger. Um, I followed Tatum to Fort Collins because who else would I run with? Um, But I am a master's student here in the philosophy program. Um, I've been running for over 10 years. Tatum and I were just counting the amount of years we've been running the other day and I was like dang I have been running for over half of my life at this point which it's wild yeah um so anyway like Tatum I competed in middle school and high school cross country and track races and then in undergrad at Pepperdine where we met um Mm -hmm. but ever since um I stopped running for school I feel like there's been a lot of space to explore new things and be more creative just with my running plans and, you know, what I want to do. I can just run for 30 minutes from my house if I feel like it. Or, you know, on the weekend, Tatum and I might go out and do like a 10 to 12 mile trail run on like our favorite trail. And so um, there's a lot of space to kind of just explore the things that we really love about this sport without the constant pressure or maybe not pressure, but just Um, constant supervision of like a coach and having to answer to our team and run particular distances and be competing. Um, So this podcast idea kind of came from that 
from us wanting to continue exploring um, what the ultra running community has to offer. Um, personally, when I stopped running in college, I didn't want to just keep running like 1500s and 6Ks because, you know, who wants to watch themselves just get slower? <laughs> um, so instead of doing that, it was for me really appealing to try to start exploring running in different capacities. Um, and that meant uh, longer distances. So this past year, uh, Tatum and I both ran at Run the Red in Wyoming, and that was our first like trail race. And that was really cool. And I think we were both affirmed through that experience that like, yes, we want to continue doing this. We love it. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up, Corey, because I think that Run the Red and training for a trail 50K also just kind of reignited that spark in me and made me want to like continue to establish myself as parts of the running community. Like you said, leaving college, I was kind of, on one hand, kind of mad at the sport because I kept getting injured and was already starting to see myself get slower because of that. And like you already mentioned, moving into the trail races and the longer distances was a way for me to be like, I can still enjoy this sport and I can still reach for new goals without having to constantly compare myself. It's almost like uh, making a new friend, um, I feel like, because I got to explore a whole new set of running that I didn't get to see before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And in college running, um, times are everything. And so, I, you know, in high school, I think there's still kind of this essence of like cross country is just supposed to be painful. And so races would have like crazy obstacles built into them. Like, weren't you telling me that you had a race where you had to jump over hay bales? Yes. If any of our listeners was in like South Denver in like 2015, you probably remember that regionals course that had the hay bales on them. <laughs> so it's just crazy stuff like that in high school. And then college becomes so much more about the time that I think most of our races were on golf courses. So like a manicured lawn, super flat, because you're just trying to like PR every single race. Um, but I think what I loved about our trail run was it had more of that spirit of like high school, how we originally got to know cross country running, where it's just like gritty and it's like, who can hurt the most? But you're also like exploring and there's kind of like room for like getting to know yourself more and experience the place around you. And just like, I feel like a different type of experience that happens when it's not all about time and it's also about kind of just overcoming this distance and this landscape, like being there and trying to just get to the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so true. Like anytime you're on a long trail race, you really got to succumb to the elements. Like if you're mm -hmm. running in the desert, it's going to be hot and windy and you're going to see flat for hours. But around town, there's a ton of like mountain races and you have to be prepared for, I don't know, afternoon thunderstorms and you have to be prepared for lots of elevation gain and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, I think I, I like how much resilience um, you learn through these longer trail races and just getting to the end is an accomplishment in and of itself. That's so true. I love that mentality and I really like, at least so far as I've experienced it, the ultra running and the marathon community seems to have, they really open, they welcome everyone with open arms and they seem to celebrate everyone's accomplishments. Um, I heard some runner and I wish I remembered their name say something along the line of like, it's awesome to celebrate the people at the back of the pack because they're out there suffering for like eight hours rather than, you know, the top of the pack that's out there for five or six. So I think it's really cool to celebrate everyone's 
achievements just for conquering such a mighty, such a lofty goal. Yeah, there is like such a diverse perspective that I think you get in ultra running and trail running where people from all walks of life are doing it. Like there are great ultra runners who are in their 40s and their moms. Yeah, that's so cool. As a woman in running, that's like the most inspiring thing ever Mm -hmm. to start to see. You can really see yourself in the people at the front of the pack. And that's so inspiring to see. Yeah, it's really cool to see a woman, a woman just win a race overall and not just win the the women's part of the race. There's just this egalitarian spirit. I'm really hoping this podcast um, can bring those diverse perspectives um, into the light that we could highlight voices that aren't always recognized in like professional running communities um, and appeal to a wide range of audience, people who are just starting to run or who have been running for their whole life. We're really hoping that this podcast uh, might be relevant to everyone. Sweet. Yeah, I definitely also share that motivation and kind of on that vein, you know, we're pretty new to the trail running community, but we have a lot of running experience under our belt. So Corey, I'm just wondering if there's any advice you want to give to someone who's maybe starting out with running. I would say trail running, but we're kind of just starting out. So what general advice you have for getting into running in general? that running can look like however you want it to. It doesn't have to be hitting like a certain weekly mileage. It can just start with you getting out and running however much you feel like that day. And I think the biggest thing that I learned through competing was discipline um, and just a willingness every day to, you know, get out of bed in the morning and go on the run. Or if you prefer the afternoon, you know, doing it then or over your lunch break. But just starting to get in the habit of getting yourself out there, like putting on your running shoes, I think that's like the hardest thing. And then if it's hard for you to get out there because you have a certain vision of how it should look or how many miles you should run in your head, just like throw that out. You don't need it. Awesome. I really like that. I think it's cool to recognize that like running doesn't need to be you go out and you run 30 minutes as fast as you can. And one of my favorite things to do around town is run along the Spring Creek Trail and just kind of there's a tree right by our house that's really gorgeous. And when we run, we like to sometimes step on over and stare at the river and just kind of explore explore Fort Collins really in the middle of our run. So yeah, like you said, running doesn't have to be, there's not one particular thing that it needs to look like. Um, it really can just be a way for you to get outside and explore the place that you live. Yeah, I think find a way to enjoy it. Like it doesn't just have to be this time where you get out there for an hour and just suffer. Sometimes it is that, but you can run to your favorite tree. You can run by the creek. You can listen to music while you run, run with a friend. I think like really intentionally trying to make it an enjoyable experience. It can be like, for me, I think for both of us, it's a really important outlet as we're like steeped in homework or something. Um, Getting to go out on a run is like a treat. It's a really enjoyable part of the day. Definitely. Yeah. And and like you said, it's hard as, you know, we're both graduate students. So sometimes it's really hard to find the time to run. Um, But I think if it's something you like and if it is your outlet, it's first of all, important just to find that time to clear your head, but also it makes me want to do it more. Um, It makes me seek out that time to do it more. Okay, so I have an important question for you, Tatum. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite kind of peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Ooh, so definitely the jelly has to be raspberry preserves, and it needs Mm -hmm. to be preserves because Mm -hmm. it needs the seeds. I really like the seeds. Um, And I'm not too picky with the peanut butter, just some smooth jiffy peanut butter will do um preferably on like a seedy wheat bread Mm, yes Mm -hmm. what would you say your favorite peanut butter and jelly recipe is 
Well, sadly, I think it, well, not sadly. Um, I would say, surprise, surprise, it's pretty much the same as yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have shared a lot of peanut butter and jellies together. <laughs> Basically, the thickest, seediest bread you can get is what I want. And then I usually go for crunchy peanut butter, mm. personally. Um, and then if I could find a jam that's, like, local and is just, like, fruit, mm. that is the best. That's, like, the peanut butter and jelly of my dreams. It's just, like, mashed up, like, blackberries and strawberries or something. But That's a question that we're hoping to ask pretty much everyone that comes on this show. <laughs> but I know, at least for me, PB&Js used to be staple when I was in high school for my, like, pre-race, um, pre-race lunch. Corey, I'm wondering if you have any things that you always do before races or before runs to help you get in that mindset. Yeah, well, going in the theme of this show, as you guys might notice, I always eat peanut butter. <laughs> um, when uh, In college, when our races were at a very consistent time at like 10 a.m. or 9 a.m., I would get up like three hours before. I'd have a big bowl of oats with peanut butter and banana. Um, and then maybe I'd have another banana like an hour and a half before the race. Peanut butter and bananas were like... I needed those, mm -hmm. you know, like I could not race if I had not eaten those. Yeah. One time, though, um, before a pretty big PR and track, I had broccoli like Ooh. two hours before. And so my last season, I started making a point to consume some kind of leafy green <laughs> vegetable like a couple a couple hours before. I'm not cool. talking like 30 minutes before consuming broccoli. Mm -hmm. I don't think that would go well, but... I was convinced that the broccoli made me run faster. Nice. I mean, hey, as long as you're convinced, I feel like it'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All about confidence. Okay. Oh, Honesty Hour Tatum, do you stretch after you run? <laughs> um, I'm pretty bad about stretching, I'll be honest. Corey knows this because when we're about to run, we'll start to stretch together. And then eventually I'll just kind of start walking in circles as she finishes out her stretching. <laughs> and usually when we're done, I'll walk straight into the door while she's, you know, still outside finishing up. Um, I don't know. That might be my most embarrassing secret as a runner is that I hardly ever stretch. That sometimes stretching for me is like the best feeling in the world. Mm. Like the figure four stretch where you put, like you lift one leg up and you put your foot on top of your quad on your other leg and Ooh, then you yes. like push out your knee with the foot from the foot oh man <laughs> it's really hard to describe stretching but my hips get real tight and so when I get a really nice hip stretch going I'm like this is the best feeling sometimes it does feel really good uh, I will admit that we are not advocating for anyone listening to this to not stretch. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> yeah, even I will say I'm not going to advocate for you to not stretch. I'm going to advocate for myself to start stretching. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all keep Tatum accountable here and her stretching post-run. Oh, <laughs> okay, so more um, in line with the mission of this podcast, Tatum. How connected do you feel to the Fort Collins running community? Um, and how do you stay connected or find running buddies? Yeah, good question. So, so I moved to Fort Collins in the middle of, or in the height of COVID, really. Um, and so originally it was really hard to find kind of runners around because I think at that time group runs weren't as much a thing. Um, they were probably still going on. I just wasn't aware. Um, probably less broadcasted. So really what I tried to do was reach out to like people in my cohort here. And yeah, really, that was the extent of me being connected to the local running community. Um, 
I'm trying to get better about it. I'm hoping to volunteer at some races uh, over the summer because I think volunteering at, great, at races is a great way to give back and also meet people. But yeah, overall, I'd say getting connected with the Fort Collins running community is something I want to get better at. And I'm really excited to be on this podcast to, to kind of meet with some people and maybe feel more of that connection. Yeah, I think that was a shared sentiment we had starting this podcast. We really are looking to interview um, local runners and have that kind of be what our content is going forward. I think Tato and I have a similar sentiment um, that we would love to get more connected with the Fort Collins running community. And we know community has been difficult to retain um, since the pandemic. I also think one cool thing about running is that it really helps you connect to the place that you live, whether that's like on the sidewalks around your neighborhood or also like really beautiful outdoor natural recreation areas. So, Corey, I'm wondering if you have any favorite local trails or just places you like to run around around town. Yeah, my favorite place is Reservoir Ridge. Um, it's always a good time there. Tatum and I went recently um, when it was so windy. We like, <laughs> it was really not windy and like central Fort Collins. So we come over the top of the ridge and it's like we're overlooking Horsetooth Reservoir and that's when the wind really hits us and we're going uphill <laughs> and I want to say it's like 40 miles per hour gusts maybe. There are parts where I've, it felt like it was almost taking the breath out of our lungs. Yeah yeah it was definitely that was one of those resiliency moments you know <laughs> like we're not going fast but yeah. we're out here doing this. Um, and then coming over the other side, the wind was kind of behind us as we were running downhill, and that part was really fun. That was. It's always nice when the wind's helping you, not as much when the wind's yeah wind's pushing against you. Sometimes it feels like the wind push is pushing against you in every direction. Yeah, we were actually just on a run over by the like Pine Ridge area, and we were doing loops, and it just felt like there was a headwind no matter which way we turned, and we were always running into the wind. Yeah, that seems like a metaphor for life. <laughs> yeah. Some days the headwind comes in all directions. <laughs> oh, What's your this. favorite trail, Tatum? I'm also a really big fan of Reservoir Ridge, um, but I think... You showed me Reservoir Ridge, so maybe it's unfair <laughs> that I took that as my favorite trail. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, I guess that's the hope when I share it with people. But what's... Coyote Ridge is that what it? Yeah, I really like Coyote Ridge too. That's a great place, even more elevation gain I think than Reservoir Ridge. That one always destroys me. Um, mm -hmm. That one's really fun, and I think you have a lot of options to explore other areas from Coyote Ridge. I think you can connect it to Blue Sky Trail um, without having to pay the fee to park at Blue Sky Trailhead. Oh, pro um, tip! Pro tip: um, park at Coyote Ridge. <laughs> you just have to run three miles True. to get there. <laughs> But it's so nice because then you can go, you can go more towards the like uh, Devil's Backbone area. So I think it's a great place to go, especially if you have lots and lots of miles you want to run. Shoot, I really like Devil's Backbone Trail. Also, I like running there um, at dusk Ooh. because I feel like it just has these really spooky vibes. <laughs> I mean, it's called Devil's Backbone, and then there tend to be coyotes around there. One time I was running, and there's like this whole pack howling, and it was getting dark. <sighs> And I was running pretty fast <laughs> to get back to the car. But it's like an enjoyable, spooky feeling. Mm -hmm. I definitely get those vibes from Devil's Backbone. Um, I ran the Blue Sky Marathon last year with a friend of ours in from um, a friend of ours who lives in Denver. And as we were running, he, we kept calling it like Moon Rocks, something with moon. It kind of gives off those vibes. It's a really unique area. 
So speaking of Blue Sky Trail, the company that puts that on, NAR Runners, also puts on a lot of really cool other races in the Fort Collins area. Um, and with spring coming, hopefully warmer weather is coming. It was, um, what, negative three yesterday? Oh, it's but so cold. the promise of spring is there. So um, there's some really cool races coming up. One big one maybe you've heard of is the Horsetooth Half Marathon. Um, Tatum and I are both planning on running this race, and we've kind of been training for it. It's like the light at the end of the tunnel of winter time. The light at the end of the tunnel and the motivation to keep running through the winter time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So pretty excited for that one. It'll be the first road race I've done in a long time. Oh yeah, that's interesting. First road race, and at least for me, I don't think I've ever raced a half marathon before. So, longest road race in a while, and definitely first road half marathon. And I think there's going to be some pretty fast, some pretty fast runners at the Horsetooth Half. Yeah, actually, the Horsetooth Half Marathon is the USA Track and Field Colorado Half Marathon Championship. So, I imagine all the fast half marathon runners in Colorado are going to be there. It'll be a pretty exciting race. Yeah, that's super inspiring. And then after that is the Colorado Marathon. Yeah, that'll be a pretty big one. Um, I think that's May 1st. Yeah, I think most of it's downhill, so that should be a pretty fast course as well with some speedy people on it. That's exciting. And then Quad Rock is the first trail race coming up locally. There's a 25-mile and a 50-mile uh, for the Quad Rock, and that is going to be the weekend of May 7th. We're actually going to run the 25-miler, so you'll see us there as well. Yeah, uh, catch us out on that trail. It is the week before finals week, so it might be R. a little P. bit of a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, us. Rest in peace, us. Another one we're excited about in July is Never Summer. Um, we're going to be doing a 50K, but they also have a 100K mm -hmm. for those who are more ambitious. The 100K is on July 30th, and the 60K is going to be the day before that on July 29th. Awesome. And those are the races that are coming up in and around the Fort Collins area that we're excited for. We'd love to hear about the races that you guys are planning on doing uh, this year. Yeah, and if you want us to cover a specific race, definitely let us know. We'd be happy to chat with people about um, races that you do and events that you're excited about. I think... That's pretty much all we had planned for our conversation today. I thought it was really cool to talk a little bit about running and why we're excited to live and run in Fort Collins. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in for the first episode of the Runners of Fort Collins. I hope you learned a little bit about myself, Corey, and my co-host Tatum. Um, we're both really excited to talk about running with you guys and to interview um, local runners on this podcast and just talk more about our favorite thing to do every day. So our next episode is going to be an interview with Sophie Anders, who um, is a running coach, part of the Front Range Elite Running Team. So I think she'll have great things to say. Um, we'd love for you guys to tune in for our next episode. Thank you to KCSU for supporting this podcast. Thanks to the FOCO running community for being awesome, and to all of you, our listeners. The music to this podcast was composed by Martin Tong and accessed through Universal Production Music. You can check out our podcast on the KCSU website, the KCSU app, and Spotify.
Happy trails. Until next time. Mm-hmm.